We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences, so the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. It's the True Faith Podcast, and we're speaking to you immediately after watching Swansea nil, Newcastle United 1, and Ben, what a feeling. Absolutely class. Um, thoroughly deserved. Thought we uh, created by far, well, created by far and away the best chances. I don't really remember them creating too many, to be honest, um, other than sort of the, the obvious one that sells the stop. But uh, just a, a just really good performance um, where, with, without Rafa, I thought that might have uh, made a big difference. Yeah, um, it, obviously, the, the, the good thing is, I kind of thought this before the match, and I think Sai touched it in his match preview on True Faith. That Rafa being there was helpful and definitely half time, but as long as he was clearly in communication and watching the game, yeah. this are a well drilled, well coached, talented team. Uh, I don't think the presence of the manager will make you know only, too much of a short term impact. Yeah, only, only just because I think he is one of the, the most sort of act, active managers. Like he always seems to be giving instructions, um, but maybe that allowed the players to sort of relax and sort of just get on with it type of thing. But. Yeah. Bolland, we didn't start brilliantly or the first half. You know, there was not much in it, I suppose. Did you did you see us that you know did you see us in the first half taking control of the game as we did in the second half? Uh, yeah, I, I think we've got a better team than them. I've had a look through there, starting eleven before, and it's a, it's not great, is it? So. If we if if we had the technology to install my WhatsApp voice message, which I sent immediately before <laughs> the kickoff when I saw Swansea's team, which was, I don't rate these at all. Yeah, <laughs> they're shite. We're going to win. Um, <laughs> but yeah, so I didn't think that that Renato Sanchez was much. To look at, to be honest, it's not. He was kind of their Jacob Murphy today. Would that be fair? What do you mean by that? Talented young player who didn't really get it right. Not want to be negative on a very happy day. I thought Murphy did all right. Did he? Yeah. Did he? I don't know. I think. I think. I think there's a lot more to come from him. Oh, I um, so. But yeah, I don't know. I just just. But yeah. So I just um, I thought we eventually would take all of it. And I think you said when we were watching it, it was the first goal would win it. And yeah. We nicked it so. It's almost, I mean, it wasn't similar to Huddersfield because I just felt we're, we're a lot more at it than Huddersfield. I think the atmosphere at Huddersfield and at Huddersfield's home fans and it being their first Premier League game and they were well up for it and it was almost like we were worried about making a mistake to take after the well, Spurs the big game. difference between the, the game today and the game against Huddersfield was Jocelyn. Jocelyn could hold the ball up and he can relieve the pressure, whereas with Huddersfield we were punting the ball up to Gale and it was just chasing lost causes, whereas Jocelyn can actually take the ball down and bring others into the game. I mean, there were so many good performances that we'll have to get through. Um, I'll start soon, but Ben, in the context of the results, we're on six points now, four points off the top of the league. Closer, two, two, two off Champions League. Closer to the top than we are the bottom, right. which I said would be the crack at the start of the season, <laughs> but it's early days. Um, 
you know, Stoke and Brighton to come, do you think this is, you know, this is it, we're back, we've arrived, do you think we're going to be, have a really good kind of little run now? I think you can see the, sort of what the team's uh, built on, it's, it's been really strong, well organised, strong at the back, uh, well organised, um, sort of allowing teams to sort of huff and puff and then and then hitting them so I think we've, we've seen the, the two away performances we've seen against Huddersfield and Swansea we sort of let them dictate the game and um, sort of control it for the first sort of 20 minutes of the opening period but then after that we sort of can't counter attack that and and come in and and sort of start to get a few opportunities and we did it against Huddersfield sort of once it sort of came into the game and, and had one or two opportunities and again uh, I thought the, the same sort of thing happened. Um, I think the players as well it just shows that they, they, they sort of know what the game plan is. They um, everyone's working really hard. Uh, Richie I think we were saying didn't really do a lot and he, he was sort of missing a bit in the first half but I think it was just because he was just doing a lot of running, um, a lot of pressing and I, I just think that. We've got the, the sort of the the foundations there and the blueprint for for how you win away um, from home. Yeah, what impressed me, Bolland, a lot was how Swansea clearly targeted our left side. Two Premier League debutants in terms of first starts in Gunners and Murphy. Do you think it says a lot about how well te- the team is coached that it's easy for players, even two players like that who probably never played together before, to just come in and fit so well? Because I thought Gunners especially was excellent. Yeah, well, I think it was Gamers' Premier League debut, but he's been around for a year, so he knows what Rafa wants from him already, doesn't he? Um, but obviously, it's great. It's great that we see people like Murphy and Gamers come in and do well. Like I think we've been waiting to see what Gamers can do for a very long time. Um, I thought he had quite a good game. Yeah, well, that's just it's just it isn't. There's so many good performances, but what impressed me about Gamers was his a well, we knew we knew he'd be comfortable on the ball anyway. But the fact that he just seems to read the game really well, mm-hmm. he never really caught out of position. I mean, I think that Swan that chance, Swansea's best chance, which Lascelles, he's kind of got two goals today, Lascelles. One, <laughs> one, you know, save one at the other end. Um, I don't do fantasy football. I think it's terrible, but they should they should give bonus points for that. Um, yeah, I think Gamers kind of the lad did him there with the ball. It was good. It was a great ball, yeah, and yeah. he's just faster than Gamers. The ball was played between the centre back and them. Um, and Gamers, but yeah, Gamers was good. Bolland rated Murphy. Um, that was Mankio. That was that Mankio. Was it? Yeah, Abraham ran off the back of Mankio. Yeah. I think. No, yeah, Abraham ran the back back of him. But yeah, all right, I know what you mean. Yeah. yeah. Um, in in depth analysis, this of Swansea's <laughs> one, but we we'll, we we'll, we we'll, we'll may as well talk about the captain Jamal, um, who's man of the match. Bolland, you know. Did I hear you talking about England call-ups? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I thought you had a good game. I was, I'm not sure he would be my man in the match. but We're only joking about England call-ups. We don't, we don't think he's good enough to play for England. Yes. Yeah, yet. Yet. Oh, yet. <laughs> yet. Yeah, he had a good game. Obviously, uh, saving the goal was massive for us. Um, as we, touched, we said when we were watching it, you know, Newcastle defenders in the past probably would have just left that and been fair what, play. Fair the ball. Play. In fact, fair play, in fact, I believe the last time I went to Swansea, which is the last time we played them, <laughs> uh, we watched Bodie round the keeper, yeah. and no one, Colatini, just stood there watching. Seriously, uh, so it's like it's a nice little parallel that. Yeah. Um, <laughs> but yeah, he had a really good game. Solid. Nothing really got past him. Him and Clark. It's a tough one, isn't it? Because Lejeune's back on the bench, and obviously a lot of people wouldn't have started Lascelles. A lot of people on Twitter pre-game were saying Lejeune should have should have come straight back in. There's obviously they've obviously got a very good partnership him and Clark. It's just how do you how do you break that up? Because he's obviously rated as you. He's brought him in to be his his main man. So it's interesting th- to see what happens. I think it was just the, I mean, 
an element of it that might have been thinking what um, what was Swansea going to do. Um, I mean, to be fair to, to him, I thought Abraham had a good game in the air, so he probably wanted um, just Lascelles in there sort of for that physical presence. I think he's probably a better, better player in the air than, than Lejeune uh, would be. Um, also, just the, obviously off the back of last week's win where everyone played really well. Oh, um, yeah, I totally understand why he's playing yeah. him. I don't know if that's the issue. It's but going forwards. I mean, next week mm-hmm. when does when does he try and start bringing the back? But that that's what I, t- I suppose is the way we want to play. Like today wasn't necessarily going to be the type of game where we're going to dominate the possession. So I don't think you need to worry about Hang that. On. We don't dominate possession in any game. No, we're but we're I think we're we've got the potential. Th- we're thirty percent against Bristol. <laughs> we're thirty-five percent a day. Six points. Fuck off. We've got we've no got goals the, conceded. We've got the potential. I think though, with with Marino and Shelby to to play that type of game. And and you would expect the yeah. ball playing centre centre backs in for that. I mean, you said Bollins quite famously now <laughs> before the game that uh, you just couldn't have envisaged a situation three or four weeks ago where both Shelby and Gale yeah. didn't start both on the bench, not through anything other than selection. Yeah, well, I thought Marino had another good game today. Um, he's a very sensible passer of the ball. He doesn't do anything stupid with it. Um, <laughs> And obviously, apart said, from when he's running into the opposition area, well, yeah, <laughs> that was a bit. That was a bit silly. But we'll let him off. We'll let him off. We'll talk about it more in a minute. Um, and obviously, I mean, Hustle, I don't think any of us expected him to be quite as good as he is. Um, and I, he, massive. You, you know what I like about Hustle Bollins? He every time there's a ball into the box, he gets on the end of it. There's quite a few headers today. Yeah, I mean, yeah. there was the one that was an unbelievable save. Uh-huh. It's like. Too unbel- it's going to happen you know I've, I've seen people on social media going oh we've been fucked twice by like Huddersfield and here unbelievable save it's going to happen in the Prem the keepers are good apart from ours but yeah like I just Hossley just, he never It's not. he's not one of these strikers who kind of sees the ball go ten, five, five yards to the other side and, and leaves it no he's going to get on the end and even he, even if he is facing Rob Elliott <laughs> he is going to get that header on target yeah, through some kind of weird contortion of his head <laughs> Um, yeah, so fair, fair, fair play to him. But sorry, Bonland, I just want to give Hosselu some love there. Yeah, well, I said before what I think. I think he's just massive, when, especially when there were periods of the game where they were pushing us back and they were on us basically, uh, <laughs> just like relieving the pressure for us. It's just mad. It's just massive for us. Um, poor, poor Dwight Gale. I'm sure Dwight will uh, have his have his time. But I mean, at the end of the game, it was frustrating. There were two great chances to play him in. We did that loads last season. I think when Bristol away, we had like several attacks where it was like four on one, and we managed to pick out the one defender. Atsu didn't get his head up at the end, but I mean on the bench, Ben, it's just I mean I'll come on to it in a second because I want to talk about transfers and stuff. But we had a stronger bench in Swansea. Would you yeah. agree? Yeah, we had the players that came on and could affect mm-hmm. the game. Yeah, well, I mean, think we we would have all said there was probably three, four, four, four starters on the bench really for yeah. us, and um, that would normally say so. Um, and that that's sort of really encouraging that we, we sort of appear to have that sort of depth at the fact that the, the first team managed to to sort of do the job for sort of 60, 70 minutes and, and then we've got these players coming off the bench that are coming on and changing the game. So um yeah, it's it's really encouraging. I think there's a lot of players there under it. I mean to be honest, you've you've already mentioned a couple of sort of games. I was not expecting that type of performance from him today. The fact that he's come in could be massive. Um Sort of could solve a, a, a big issue for me yeah. if he plays like that all season. Um, so that was really encouraging. Um, and I think as well, I mean, he obviously wanted the change with that too. Um, I think he he obviously just wanted to see what um, Murphy could do and, and sort of maybe give give Atu a bit of a, a break. But because um, I think they they will have had um, 
in national football, wouldn't it? Uh, just gone. So, but it, it's one of those. It'll be interesting to see sort of how how the squad develops going forward. I think Murphy showed some really encouraging signs there. I think personally, he, he could be a player that will be coming off the bench, and when when he's just got that sort of freedom to, to counter attack, he would be a bit more. Um, it's just very direct, isn't he? Yeah, like he just gets the ball and be runs. a bit more productive against tired legs. Whereas I think a day he, he sort of had to worry about his defensive sort of yeah. work as well. Yeah, I mean, just really quickly, it's. I saw a good comment on Twitter there saying, imagine if Rafford got the players he wanted. It's <laughs> yeah. like, I'm not trying to be negative or anything, but yeah. we're doing great. We are. Yeah. I think, you know, after, I was, I was, we've been away this weekend, and which is why I'm not the match, well, plus Sky's ridiculous kickoff time, but me and Sai were talking on the car home today, um, on the drive back up, that it was like, would, would kill for a draw, nails each. Forgetting about the actual context of the points or, you know, league position or what, or relegation or what, or Rafa's future, just to take a bit of positivity the next week because that, the whole support was so down before West Ham after that Huddersfield game. It's like, we're just, we're, we're so up and down as a support. Yeah, yeah. Um, there's, there's little consistency there. Um, and this just gets everyone right up for Stoke next week, which is such a fantastic uh, result. And you just, you look at the team, you look at the bench, and I know we don't have many injuries or do I have any injuries? I don't think so. Um, clearing up now and the, yeah Aaron's at the minute is he yeah he wasn't on today he wasn't the bench I don't know what happened to Aaron's but um, essentially I just think we're we've got a fantastic set of players who can who can defend and who can attack and you know what we've we've got four goals now in the league in four games it's it's not loads but mm. we'll, we'll look against West Ham and today a real threat as you said Ben I thought we had most of the chances yeah. Perez should score when mm. he's one on one and he hits it straight low to the keeper like smash that past him high yeah um, you know, we had, he had the one way crossed it. Yeah, I'm sure that, you know we had um, Hossalu's header and, and plenty of other shots that could have on another day taken a deflection and gone in. And we looked it well. <laughs> here's the obvious one: we looked dangerous from set pieces. Yeah, I mean it helped that Swansea just sacked it off. I think if you look at the still of Lascelles goal, there's like six Swansea players in six yard box. Big, big Capitano Jamel <laughs> smashing one in top corner from that with his head. Absolutely fantastic sight, but. Bolland, do you think there's now genuine competition for places? If, like Ben says, he thinks there's four starters on the bench. Is there such a thing as a starter now? There's definitely because you think, well, we say Shelby, Gale. You can imagine those two are going to be pushing hard. Shelby in particular, that battle between him and Moreno could be pretty interesting. Mm-hmm. To see who manages yeah. to yeah, that. Yeah, that, that, people are, are naturally going to say that they're, they're dreaming of a Moreno ah, no. Shelby together. Shelby, you no, not say it? No, 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 no. One of them can't have both. Um, I, I, can just, I, just, I don't think that either of them do quite enough work off the ball. I think Hayden it does does a lot of graft for those two. So, but I think that's a fair point. Um, I think as well the the, the risk is that they they both clearly want to be positive players. They want to do their the best, the most of the work in the opposition's box. So you, you'd probably be you'd, you'd find a lot more opportunities where people would be getting through them and and onto the back four a lot a lot quicker. Um, but. There's nothing to say you can't put all three of them in the side. That would be the way I'll be going. Considering the reaction on this podcast um, aimed at the likes of Henry Lansbury, <laughs> Deli Ali, um, do you think we should be critical, Bolland? Do you think we should we should, we should be um, defend the game of football's honour and criticise Marino, or do you think no? Yeah, Fuck he's, off. he's an idiot. He shouldn't have gone down. He was clean through. What's yeah. I don't know what he's playing at. Well, Hoslu, like, like let's just on his own in the middle. Is yeah. an idiot. Would have been a tap in. He's an idiot for doing that. And like, why? 
just why do something so stupid? Like I just you, you got to you got to give him full marks for just how bad the dive was. Like it's not like he's just gone down. He's thought I'm giving this everything. <laughs> like, but I agree with you, and it's just disappointing, isn't it? I mean, it's nice to have a player who's a bit of a bastard and who. <laughs> I don't think he is though I don't, I don't like he, that's the problem he's not that lasty player that's going to wind people up it was just a stupid I don't know he won, he won, he won Swans the other day like mm. he won a bit but I suppose right, like Bonham's call it would rather he just stayed on his feet and scored yeah, yeah. <laughs> and <then laughs> threw himself down <laughs> like that but yeah. but fair enough and I mean yeah no Tammy Abraham nice choice I know your dad's got a million quid but could have been you today yeah. instead of Hosselu <laughs> well lucky that he pied away because we wouldn't have got Hosselu yeah, so true. Well, well done, Justin Bonds. Yeah. <laughs> it's all come together. <laughs> um, but yeah, just a fantastic performance all round. Um, I, th- I think it's quite as what you're saying, like what what you were saying before, and it was mentioned on Thursday, like that how how well we started. It's almost like counterproductive for Rafa. <laughs> yeah. it's like they'll, they'll be thinking like what the fuck's he like whinging about yeah. but he's got a good team here like that he's getting a lot out of. Like, like, yeah. why, why does he need any more? Can, we, can I just say right here we go controversial comments it, I'm only playing devil's advocate maybe um, Javier Manquillo played really well I think, well, I think he's natural I, I don't want him out of the team I wouldn't yeah. play Yedlin ahead of him at the moment I think he's made that right back position his own in the first four games um, Javier Manquillo excellent Hossalou obviously excellent Marino the new god um, <laughs> Lejeune what a 20 minutes it was <laughs> um, have, have we had a good transfer window if you look at the likes of Brighton and Huddersfield I know Huddersfield started great and Brighton got a win yesterday but we so, seem to have bought better for less. If Gamez can play well, it, it can carry out. Yeah, it's one. It's one game, game against Swansea, isn't it? Yeah. Then we have. But if he can't, then the fact that we didn't buy a left back, despite knowing for the last year that we've needed to buy a left back, that sort of taints it. It's it's the keeper situation. Well, yeah, well. I was. So my next point, the caveat that I was going to be, we don't have a goalkeeper, Ben. <laughs> Sorry to be negative and, on, a, on a positive day, and, but so Hosselu isn't has, hasn't been prolific in his career. He's done very well holding the ball up and so forth, but we will still see whether. Oh, I think if you go and check his stats in uh, second division uh, in, in, Spanish football, for Real Madrid, playing with Alvaro Morata, two of them. Yeah, but so, yeah, I know what you mean. So it's, I think we still have to wait and see. But what, like you said earlier, imagine if Rafa had got the players he did want. Like, yeah. Imagine if it was uh, Willy Caballero in goal. Maybe maybe he would. Let players head the ball from the six-yard box. I don't, <laughs> I don't know. But um, it was... I mean, Robert, he did what he had to do at Daly. He made a couple of good saves in the second half. It was straight at him. If, if he'd have let them in, it would have been mm-hmm. a travesty. But you've got to say fair play. His kicking was fine today. I don't really have any issue with, yeah. with his, his distribution. distribution was, it was fine. Just one, it was one moment where he played a short pass to someone in yeah, the first half. Yeah, like fizzed at them. And it was like, and, and we lost the, I think we lost the ball when Hayden got caught on it. And it was just like, that should have been yeah. at the halfway line, like out, just get back restructured. But it was, as you say, it wasn't really a bad performance. I think uh, sort of you, you can't criticise anyone there. I thought everybody sort of was, was really good. Um I mean, even the players that perhaps had sort of worse games than we used to, like say Hayden, um, he's still put in a good shift. And yeah, it was just disappointing he got booked so early, isn't it? You always yeah. feel like he's he's kind of done when he gets booked that early. Um, you know, Atsu came on and made a real difference. Was a threat. It's just it's it's so nice and it's it's hard to draw parallels to to the Carver and McLaren era because we were so shit. <laughs> but it is just like what what a difference having Rafa Benitez as a manager makes yeah. because he's been fucked over as well in the transfer market. Like you know prob- probably like McLaren was obviously McLaren spent more Newcastle 
like money's Newcastle manager probably I have not looked this up than anyone else in history certainly in terms of net spend but like I'm sure he would argue we didn't get the players I think he wanted a proven Premier League like mature goal scorer and they went and got him fucking Serbia's like loosest kid <laughs> <laughs> um, but it's just fantastic to have this manager and uh, I think one of the things I want to ask you I'll start with you Ben if we'd lost that game 1-0 how would you feel and played the exact same way how would you feel um, personally I, I, it, it would have been this point obviously but I wouldn't wouldn't have been too too bothered um, I think we we talked after the Huddersfield game when you'd all been obviously I think it was a, so you could use the, the parallels to that to that I guess because that would be yeah, sort of the, exactly the one what I, was gonna do. Um, I wasn't too worried about the performances that I saw yes Marino made a mistake but I thought he still had a good game and there were, there were things within that performance where you could see that he's, he's going to be a good player um, I remember you telling us that you, some of the other podcast people were on uh, were a bit bit more negative and probably a bit more emotional about sort of the the result in, in terms of being being critical but I think as I, I stand by what I said before that there's a blueprint there for, for going away from home and it's it's worked to be, to be fair it worked against Huddersfield yeah. it was just a, a someone switched off it was a mistake I mean if Huddersfield go to West Ham and win tomorrow night they're not going to win the league it's, but yeah. it's almost like I mean Bollins has crossed it over you the same question I think we'll play it like that again and possibly get beat because it's possible it's feasible isn't it and Tammy Abraham scores you know Lascelles slips so he just mm-hmm. puts more power and he scores yeah. we'll probably lose that game yeah. are yeah. you content with the way that we're playing the style of playing the fact that we're trying reduce chances in the game overall clear cut chances to think you know that'll work for us this season yeah well, it's what we did last year as well, isn't it? Yeah, it like, is. I think we'll be fine playing that way, and that's how I'd expect us to play. It's a pragmatic approach. He's making the best of what he's got. So, for, for example, Hossano isn't a world class player. Mankilo isn't a world class player, but he's just playing them all in a very efficient way, in a sort of robust way. And if if that's the way we're going to get results, is by just frustrating teams and nicking a goal. Then uh, as long as we stay up, I don't, I don't I th- care. I think that's the key there. It's frustrating teams. I mean, you look at some of the other sort of established uh, sort of in quotation marks Premier League teams West Ham been done put conceded four goals first two weeks Swansea got, had four against Man U like you don't really see this This, this Newcastle in the past have been on the end of those those types of hidings you don't see that with Rafa's teams like yeah. I, I don't I think <laughs> I'll be surprised if anyone scores more than like three against for the season just the way he sets up um, I still think so as I said about Hustle, we don't know whether we've got a prolific striker or a striker who's going to score us the goals that we need. And I still think the number 10 position is a bit dodgy. Uh, Perez was a bit inconsistent minute to minute, in my opinion. Sometimes he was doing all the right things and uh, hustling players and closing people down and making good runs. And other times he was just looked like a lazy... It was a weird one from Iose because I think I texted you lads first half saying... What what happened to the player against West Ham when he was pressing, when he was when he was dropping into mid to help the midfielders out and nick the ball off West Ham's? It was like he wasn't playing at the head of the midfield or helping out, but he also wasn't supporting Hossolu. So I'm not quite sure what that rule you could call that rule. Um, but I think it's quite clear now. Unless I'm wrong, lads, um, does he have any competition for his place? That Diame. But do, I think, but I think Diame's maybe, but he seems to just the last league games anyway it's a while since Diame has featured in that position he's played centre midfield well maybe Saive is Saive there 
Shelby. Shelby. I mean, that that that's the I think that's the one. Is it's you, you don't have to stick with the the two, the two holding in in number ten role. Yeah, you will. But you don't have to. I think you could use the sort of the maybe play the wider men, um, sort of a bit more advanced. Um, or or as you we've seen this season, Murphy in the ten role or Rich in the ten role. So there's options there. I think, but. It's it's one of those. He's, he's a frustrating player because he he seems to sort of try and conserve his energy a lot of the time. So, he you look at him, um, he's jogging around and like players are literally like walking past him, and he's sort of doing that run where he's not really he's just going at their speed and not putting any pressure on them, and you just think what are you doing? Like get get her after and put her under pressure. But then, I, I guess it's just so that he's got the energy when he does get into dangerous positions. I mean, let let's be honest. He, he had some really good opportunities today. He should have scored. Um, he, he sort of use his energy in the moments you want and I guess it's one of those things you always hear people talking about the, the top top players do a lot like Messi and Ronaldo I mean I'm not comparing <laughs> to them at all but you see them walking around the pitch in a lot of games don't they don't waste their energy when you don't need to so that they're, they're, they're sort of fresh to, to sort of utilise everything when, when they get the opportunity so maybe he's, he's sort of looking at them and trying to sort of uh, build his game around that type of thinking Hopefully, yeah. I did like them to Luis Suarez when he came. That was a bad shot. Um, but uh, you know, uh, I was when I was driving over here, bowling at half time. The um, the start on five live as Swansea didn't have the ball in our box or possession of the ball until the thirty seventh minute. That shite for a team at home. So my question, Bond, is: as Do you think from that performance, could we reasonably expect to be above Swansea in the league this season? Are we? Better than Swansea, or do you think that these are this was a tight game, and if we played them at St James, it would be a tight game? No, I think we're, be- we're a better team than them. They're they're one of the teams we're going to be competing with at the. I still think in the bottom end of the table, so but we're better than them, and they're the teams that we need to beat if we're going to stay up. If um, if you look at them from last season, so this this was a team that stayed up basically because Sunderland. Yeah. Um. Now, what have they done in terms of that that the sort of moves over the summer? They've got rid of their top scorer in Laurenti. Brought in Boney, who hasn't played football in twelve yeah. months, basically, um, and then they've they've got this wonder kid Sanchez, who's sort of come in, but it's going to take time to acclimatise. Um, it, it might still not work out for him. Do you know what I mean? It's not like everyone, not all sort of big name players coming into the Premier League and can can hack it. There's been some sort of high profile ones in the past, so there's no guarantee that that's that's going to be a success. Um, so I think there's definitely. Um, they're definitely going to be a team that will be down sort of I would expect them to be the bottom five bottom six teams so um, the fact that we, we did look better than the day though is encouraging I think it sort of supports all our predictions in that I don't think we're going to be that like we're, I don't see us sort of finishing that sort of low down I, I, th- yeah. I think we can sort of build a lot on, on these performances that we've seen so far you know what I, what I gathered from just a little bit of you know just paying attention to Swansea because we're playing them soon is that they hardly had a kick. This really struggled to create chances against Southampton and Man United, and um, essentially against Palace. They also struggled to have a kick and got beat and, and won. Sorry, quite comfortably. So they're one for me that really struggled to create chances. And you know we've created a lot against West Ham. I mean, for someone, for a lot of people listening who watch Newcastle in the Premier League last time away from home. Um, were basically just a joke. We were a joke <laughs> for years, for years. In the greatest ones a day, keep a clean sheet quite fairly comfortably. Um, you know the keeper's not made any wonder saves. Their keeper has, um, had, had one brilliant bit of defending from uh, Lascelles. 
bodes very well for me because again we can defend and if we can create chances consistently away from home like that which is why today was much better than Huddersfield we'll definitely have a chance of um, being closer to the to the top 10 than the, the bottom 3 um, so yeah very very positive day all round uh, man of the match lads I know Bolland you disagreed with Lascelles on the tally so you, who would you go for? Mm, I'm going to go for Hosselu Hosselu? yeah just for, I've said it like four times already on this podcast, but he was just classic holding the ball up. And it's got his head <laughs> you on love, it's got you his love head a man who can hold the ball up, Bollands. Yeah. Ben? Uh, I'd go one out of two. Um, I'd probably say <laughs> Gomez or Marino. Um, Gomez, just because I thought he, there was a lot of sort of um, pressure on him to, to come in, obviously, with nobody's really seen him play. He's, he's been at the club a long time, and, and everyone's questioning why the hell hasn't he been playing ahead of Dummett? Well, he, he sort of put a lot of fears at ease there um, today. So I, I was really impressed with him. But in terms of like who who sort of was a big player in the game, Marino just ran everything again. I think he's going to be uh, a big, big player for this season. I, I can't look any further than the captain. You know, the amount of people last season, particularly the end of the season, saying there's no way he can play in the Premier League. He's absolutely shite. He's useless. He's this, he's that. Well, he's not. He's a good defender and he's won us the game today. Um, and you know what? If uh, if Richie puts in balls like that, and teams don't want to defend or mark anyone from corners, he'll get a few more from corners this uh, season. And that that was one of the disappointing things about last year. The Sells did get a couple of goals, I think, last season, but I, I just felt that we, we didn't get, we didn't score and the defenders didn't score enough last yeah. year. Um, so that's a nice a nice thing to get started as well, I suppose. Um, but yeah, I think that just about does it. I don't think we'll miss anything out there. We'll be back midweek with a Stoke um, preview. We'll probably talk a little bit more about this game. I'm sure most of you have heard it by now, but uh, please do listen to the uh, Transfer Forum podcast. I'll be releasing some highlights of it through the week on YouTube. Um, you know, but some of the stuff said by George Colgan in particular, absolutely fantastic. And the, you know, some of the patter between the journalist lads was absolutely brilliant. Also, Miggy, who was not here today, um, Colin Whittle was superb. So please listen to that, and if you do, donate to the food bank and with the information provided. Uh, thank you to everybody who shared that and uh, who shares this one as well. All retweets and shares appreciate it. Um, and yeah, what an absolutely fantastic weekend! Uh, fantastic day at Newcastle fan. We don't get many of these. And Sky Sports, who try to fuck with as hard as they possibly can by moving all our longest away games to the worst possible time so they can show like Geordie's upset, you know, gutted 350 miles from home. Well, fuck you. Fuck you. Basically, yeah, this has been a fantastic win. And. Uh, I'm sure we'll do Stoke as well. Paul Merson won't, won't see it that way. 4-0. <laughs> Paul, Paul Merson, by the way, is predicted would lose every single game. He's basically the opposite. When Side does the match preview on True Faith, Side predicts will always win. I don't think he's ever predicted will lose. <laughs> I mean, so yeah, to be fair, could... we did when we used to do the um, predictions uh, on um, the radio show. I'm yeah. pretty sure we all had us like breaking record numbers yeah. of like points in the Premier League it's like Lawrence and Liverpool <laughs> but we don't get paid for it so that was, but yeah it's a weird day. Uh, it's, that's another one from Merson who said that um, Premier League quality would um, would out the day and um, it did it did so fair fair play we're talking about the wrong team but I right thanks for listening everyone is talking about magnesium it's all you hear about but why what do we know about magnesium well, magnesium is the number one mineral that 75% of Americans are deficient in. If you are a woman over 35, magnesium will help you rediscover balance, energy, and vitality. Magnesium supports more than 300 enzymatic reactions in your body, including those involved in hormonal balance. 
From functional medicine doctors to mental well-being and female hormone experts, we all know that magnesium is the one mineral to improve all aspects of well-being and health. But which one? Magnesium Breakthrough from Bioptimizers. The trusted choice recommended by leading experts with seven best-absorbed forms of magnesium to ensure your body receives the support it needs for overall well-being. Go to bioptimizers.com slash balance today and use code BALANCE10 for 10% off. Support your journey to wellness at B-I-O-P-T-I-M-I-Z-E-R-S dot com forward slash balance. Magnesium Breakthrough from Bioptimizers, your foundation to optimal health and vitality.